This is an SJC Radio production. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome back to uh, part two. Um, in the in the meantime, we've lost we've lost Joe, haven't we, for the time being? Yeah, he's just uh, but but we've gained one. We've gained Max. Now, Max on Midweek Motorsport, the world's leading motorsport podcast, magazine, radio show. They always start off with apologies for absence. So I mean, these are people who aren't listening live, but will listen on listen to the podcast. Where were you yesterday? I do apologise. I forgot that it was a bank holiday weekend and I thought it was Monday. You thought, I did say that, didn't I? I did say, I bet you he thinks it's Monday. Now we got, it's slightly interesting, we got Joe outside the classroom. Uh, he needs to come in, so we're going to beckon Joe over. Joe! He needs to, okay, he's coming. No, come on, you come in, come in, come in. It's okay, yeah, yeah, we're we'll really loud in the corridor. Right, we're now back up to a full compliment. Joe is now here. I did say that Max thought it was Monday. That explains his absence. We'll, we'll forgive you uh, for that, uh, Max. Going to move straight on to Tom's. What does he call his quiz? He calls it Pit Stop Pilgrimage. Pit yes. Stop Pilgrimage. Now we had that incredibly cryptic clue last lesson. Sorry, not last lesson. <laughs> on last week's show, uh, we've now got the answer. Um, Ed's going to read this out. It, it's okay. Here we go. Over to you, Ed. Right. This week we're in Manchester, and hold on. That, that was the answer, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, that was we the answer. Yes, that was the answer. answer was Manchester. Carry on. Ed. Um, and if you notice, oh, oh. uh, there, there was a there was a place there was a phrase that was, seemed a bit strange. Me then cars. Me then cars is an anagram for Manchester. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to open up and say. Do you know why? Oh, so, sorry, my apologies. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so none of this um, is planned. None of this is planned, yeah. as the listeners can tell. Oh, back to you, Ed. So we had our first clue, where the atom was split. Oh, man. Manchester University. Yeah, here we go. Ernest really? Rutherford split the atom for the first time in 1917 in Manchester. And then we had animals sit surrounded by motorbikes in chase. It was um, a speedway uh, place. It was a midway for, or no, maybe it was something to do with a zoo. What's the, oh, uh, the third largest. Which is the third largest in the UK. Yeah, well, I've got it here. So Until 1917, Manchester had the third largest zoo in the country. Then it shut. The zoo was surrounded by a speedway track, which remains, but the rest of the area is now a housing estate. Um, but wow. the real reason we're in Manchester this week for the start of Pits of Pilgrimage 
is because it's the location of the first pre-arranged match race of two self-powered road vehicles over a prescribed route. So basically, first race. First race. I believe that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that. Oh, I knew where we were. I mean, how much? I didn't know why. How much time does it take your brother to come up with these clues? Quite a bit. This is hugely impressive. Now, wow. Um, yeah, that was all very, very impressive. Um, do we, Ed? Have you got the next? So we start with. So we've gone from South Sea to Manchester. Yeah, we have. We're now in Manchester, and so the next clue. Uh, I think Joe's going to read out the next yep. clue. So we're starting in Manchester, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yes. Okay, Joe, next clue. As we continue on our journey, we go to a place referenced in the Doomsday Book where the best rice is cooked. You can learn for free, visit a priory, and join the millions of tourists browsing the variety. You are walking 133 miles this week, and I know you've just come back from DV, so don't worry, you don't actually have to walk the route. <laughs> So it's 100 miles from Manchester. 133 miles. And it's a popular place for pilgrims. I'm not sure if it's from Manchester. I think it's back no. back from... Oh, hold on. No, no, it's from Manchester. I think that would be from Manchester. From yeah. Manchester. Okay, yeah, sorry. That's, that's it. We start off where and, we left off. And it's going to take you 44 hours to get here from last week's location. Oh, so no, no from, you're right. You are right. Yes. Right. So can we just repeat that last bit? So it's from Southsea. But no, no, no. It's from it's from Manchester. Yeah, Starting from Manchester. From Manchester. Oh, I see. But it would take you forty four hours from Southsea. Yeah, so, no, 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 no. From <laughs> from Manchester, yeah. it will take us forty four hours to get there, and it's one hundred and thirty three miles away walking. Oh, you're Manchester. walking. Yep. Sorry, you're not cycling. You're walking. Yeah. Uh, and you need to try and work it out, obviously. And it is motorsport related. Tom, the producer, wishes us good luck. And see us next week. Right, so awesome. you are you are walking from Manchester for forty four miles. Yeah, and with that clue, I've just read out with, there. Some do pilgrimages. Mm. And mentioned the Doomsday Book. That's a nice link in with history. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know the answer to that. Obviously, I know what the Doomsday Book is, but I don't know. Well, that's all very interesting. Right, um, on the subject of questions, uh, Max has got his uh, Formula One uh, his motor racing quiz book open. Now, before you ask questions, Max, I don't want any questions to do with numbers. Yeah. So, oh. and oh, he goes, oh, oh yeah, we've got a few. Uh, okay, so well, I'm just slightly concerned about what chapter you're on in the book. Okay, so it's a similar question to last. Well, what's the, what's the theme of the chapter? Because I'm quite specific about what, what's the chapter? Is it 80s Formula One? Because that's 80s. Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't want. Any, okay. I'll just go for it. And if I don't know it, I'll just edit it out. I can't believe Which Charles Champion retired from Formula One at the end of the 1985 season? Nicky Lauda. Well done. How many titles has he won in his career? Oh, so that's got to be. Uh, that's got to be three. Yes. Which High Street name became, uh, became a team owner in 1986? Easy. Benison. Well done. Who they actually won, so I can add. So I'm going to add information to that. They actually won that team, the Benetton team, won their first race in '86 at the Mexican Grand Prix, and that might be the next question. I don't know, but who refused to accept one English driver as their teammate in 1986? Repeat that. Who refused? Who refused to accept one English driver as his teammate in 1986? Who refused? So in, I think. Poor word, actually. I think in 1986, someone didn't like an English teammate. Right, let's have a think about that. Who said they didn't want an English teammate? Didn't want an English teammate? Yeah, but I think it was a certain English teammate. A certain English teammate. But who who said it? Who who, who said he would not accept one? I could take an educated... Well, no, I can't be out and said it because it's 86, was it? Yes. In 86, 
Well, now hold on, Ed. So I had an English teammate. It was Johnny Dumfries. So it can't be Ed Senna, but he was Scottish. Uh, unless, hold on. Uh, 86. 86. Well, I'm tempted to say it. But Nelson Piquet, hold on. No, but he, he ended up being, his teammate was Nigel Mansell. So it can't be. I know Nigel Mansell and Nelson Piquet didn't get on, but they raced together, so it can't be Nelson Piquet. Um, it would just be a guess. I'm going to say Ayrton Senna is a complete guess. What's the answer? It's true, Ayrton Senna. Can you expand but on the Jimmy answer? Jimmy Dumfries there? isn't. Johnny Dumfries was Scottish. English. Yeah, I don't know. Does this say which driver he didn't want as a teammate? Oh, whom did he send back to a job centre? I've got no idea. What do you mean, who did he send back to a Who did he say no to? So who was the driver he didn't oh, want? I, well, I don't... Well, it, uh, this is 86. Yeah. 25 Mansells and Williams, so it wouldn't be, Mansell wouldn't go to Lotus and Williams. Um, what other English drivers were there? There's Derek Warwick. Could it be Derek Warwick? Well, let's go for Derek Warwick. This is Derek Warwick. Right, so Warwick. it's 86. Derek Warwick, oh, he ended up racing for Brabham. Oh, I see. So Warwick in 85 was racing for Renault. Renault pulled out at the end of the 85 season. So it would have been an obvious, obvious move because uh, obviously the Renault team were powered by Renault engine. Obviously, Lotus were powered by Renault in 86. The obvious move would have been for Warwick, factory Renault driver, to move to Lotus Renault. And therefore... And, that's, and that Senna didn't want him, hence he ended up at Brabham. That makes perfect sense. I kind of worked that out. Oh, lucky guess. Right, that's the end of the questions for me, because I've ended on a real high there. I might have to say no more questions ever after that. Um, do you have any questions for each other? I've got a question. Ed's got something. Uh, again, like I normally do, keep it open so anyone right, does. Okay. That's Feel nice. Free to that's nice. In. When and where did Lewis Hamilton win his first Grand Prix? Well, you, you, you can say it. Is, it. is it Canada? I think it could be. I seem to remember watching when he got his... his night When he overtook Michael Schumacher, they redid all, all his wins. And I seem to remember it's Canada. But is I could he, be wrong. Is he right? And when? Oh, he was right. Um, 2007. 20... Oh, okay. It was Canada, 2007. Well done. So, well done, you two. I hadn't seen it, but... <laughs> oh, you're, not, you're not checking your phone. No, right? no. no. I promise I hadn't. I was going to. I'll let you off, Max. I was going to, but... Yeah, he's going to, dear idea. Any more? No, that's all from me. All right, very good. So that's quiz questions done. Um, what I got here uh, this weekend, there's not a huge amount on. There is there is Formula One, though. Grand Prix, yeah. And that's from Barcelona. Where we know pole will be quite crucial, especially with... Yeah. Especially with um, cars not being able to follow through fast corners. I'm going to I'm going to predict. There's not. By the way, Max, the I, I've done our table of predictions and we're all level on twenty points. Can I make a prediction? Not so much who's going to win, but I'm going to predict that your star ratings. We're doing star ratings at the moment for races, Max. Are going to be very low. Yeah, probably. I'm expecting star ratings of one or two. Oh yes, yes. We, sorry. Should we do that after we've done the prediction? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. We got we got Ed's. No, it's not twenty questions. Ten. Ten questions. Ten questions. And you, brilliant. So let's go oh, with yes. now. Can I borrow your pen? Because we have to write these down. So we're no, keeping. Uh, okay, predictions for Barcelona. I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. Okay. I'm going for. So this is me. I'm going for Hamilton one. Bottas two. Verstappen three. I think that could be a full seventy-five points for the top three. Right. Okay. Um, Joe, what do you got? Uh, Verstappen winning. I reckon he can get poets more suited to Spain. He's typically quick round there. Good. He um, won his first race there, as we know. He did, 2016. Yeah, well done. We had that the other week. Um, number, two. number two, I am going to go for Hamilton. I think it's just a safe bet. 
Yeah. But I believe Verstappen is quicker around yeah. sort of more downforce circuits. Um, and for third, I'm going to play it safe because I want to do well in the, in the points table. But, but by playing it safe, all it means you're going to get the same number of points as the rest of us. You could go for a bit of a um, I'm not going wild to, card and then he comes in safe. and then he... Okay, play it safe. I'm going Bottas. Bottas. Okay. <laughs> This is, this is a reflection of how predictable Formula One is. Yes. Right, Max, who are you going for? Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas. <laughs> just a, just a re, it's just a reshuffling. Hamilton, Hamilton, Verstappen. Because what's happened now? Because this has become competitive, we've all become very, very normal, conservative in our and Bottas third. Yeah. Right. All it takes is somebody to go, you know, slightly. Um, Ed. I'm going to match uh, Max on Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas. Oh, okay. Well, they are. I think, I think the Mercedes would be quicker on Spain. It's a similar track to Portugal, and they yeah. were pretty good. I think we've learned our lessons from the last race. Don't underestimate Bottas. And also, three of us, you know, don't underestimate Hamilton. No, and actually, I think it will be the same top four as uh, we saw in Portugal. Yeah. Who finished fourth in the Check it. Oh, yeah. I think it probably will be. Um, so those aren't the most exciting predictions we've ever seen, <laughs> but never mind. Um, oh, look, we've also got, and let's not, I don't think we need to dwell on this at all. I just mentioned this in passing. There are other events. You've got Formula E for Monaco, but actually no, no Formula E is now on the naughty step uh, after the the uh, farce in Valencia. So we're not going to talk about Formula E in Monaco. So in fact, you've crossed it off on the paper. The listeners yeah, I, can't I have, see it. I have to just cross it off I completely. Have to cross it. I've got a feeling I wasn't formed because I didn't say it when I looked at my calendar. No, no it's not. Next race is in Monaco. That is strange. Mm. Okay, I well, they would go to Spain. That, 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 that is very odd. Right. Um, oh, we got some. Should we go? Ten questions. Yeah, let's go. Uh, ten questions. Right. I'm going to start off. Um, Ed, um, are you alive? Yes. Okay. Max. Are you still driving Formula One. Good question. Not Oh, I like that. He's not a Formula One driver. Okay, I think it's the obvious one. Are you in Formula E? Right, that's three down. No. Are you in sports car racing? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Probably. Okay. Ooh. We've got to, we, we, we've done four questions. Next question. If you guess and you're wrong, you're out. By the way, if, if you guess wrongly, you're out. I. Are you European? Yes. Uh, that's five. We've got five. So what, can we just summarise here? You're European. You're not in Formula One, and you're. Is he still racing? Did you say that? Not in F1, but he's still racing. racing. I think he's European. Probably is. Right. So he's obviously alive. Um, right. He's probably racing something. Right. He's racing something. What could? What? Um, let's have a think about. Oh, you're not a MotoGP rider, are you? Are you a MotoGP rider? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I've got another. Now you did say he's not in Formula One now. Perhaps you ought to ask him. Has he raced in Formula One? Good question. Yes. Right. So he's somebody who's raced in Formula One. I, I, I think I know the answer. I think I know the answer. Next um, question. I think I got okay. the answer. Is oh okay. I'm going to, I'm going to guess. Okay. Is it Roman Grosjean? No. You're oh. out. You're finished. No, you're out. You're Ed, you, you are finished. Um, next question. Um, are, are you British? No. Oh. What? Oh. What's that? Never mind. Oh, I had somebody in mind, and that's got rid of him. I've got no clue. Um, so it's, it's a retired Formula One driver who's still racing and who's European. That's all we've got so far. Well, oh, maybe not retired. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, retired from Formula One. Retired from Formula One. 
Right, but still racing. Max, I, I've got another question if you haven't. Have, have. Another question? We've already got two questions left here. Have you won? Oh, yes, good question. Keep yes. going with that. Have you won a race? That's, I mean, a Grand Prix. In Formula One. Yeah, that's a good question. No. Right. Oh. So, well, hold on. That does help yeah, us. That, that, oh, you're Nico out. Hul yep, you're oh, out. Joe, you're yeah. out. Is it Nico Hulkenberg? It is well, Nico hold Hulkenberg. On. Well, you, you asked a few questions after you got out. I'll tell you what, we've got that. Uh, nine questions. What is he doing? He's not racing, is he? Uh, no, but it's like, probably. You don't see what's always joking. He's a reserve driver for Aston Martin. Martin. Oh, sorry. Aston Martin. Martin, two weeks ago, driving back from school, guess what I saw on the motorway? An Aston Martin van. Well, I saw the Aston Martin fall launch truck. Yeah. yeah, so it would have been going, I know it would have been going, it would have been going to Portugal, wouldn't it? Probably. It was two weeks ago. From Silverstone. It was, I saw it pass just before the M275. It would have, no, it would have gone, yes, down to Portsmouth to sell to, to Portugal. Um, wow. Ten questions is clearly the right number there, isn't it? Yeah. Right, that was outstanding. And uh, although we did cheat slightly because Joe was out. No, it came to my head. It just came to my head. Yeah. I reckon you could. I reckon yeah. you would. Have Sorry, it came into your head courtesy of of Joe actually telling you the answer. Whisper. It came through your ear. Yeah. Into yes. your head. So we slightly cheated there, but well done. Um, we're now over to Joe and his fact of the week. Over to you, Joe. Okay. So uh, in 1950, there were only seven races Is that in all? that season. This year, there is uh, going to be 23. I would argue that 23 is about eight too many. Or do I mean do I mean ten too many? No, I mean no. I, I think you mean just right. Actually. No, too little. No, yeah, too little. I'd rather okay. two more races. Okay. So you you belong in the more is more camp. Yes, I belong. Well, it is. No, it's not. I belong in the less is more camp because you have a Grand Prix once every month. You've got to wait two weeks. Yes, once every month. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, at least two weeks because you get excited about it. <laughs> we're already excited. We're excited in Spain. Yeah, but if you've got twenty races. But that, that's only a, a week gap. And yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah a week too better. much. Yeah, oh, dear. I'd much rather have it on the Monday. No, I'd rather have just go on motorbikes, yeah. go straight to Spain. I wonder whether this this sort of less is more attitude comes with age. Probably. probably. I think it probably does. Because you have a life, sir, so you wouldn't want to spend every weekend watching it. When Joe here doesn't really have a life to go, <laughs> you, to go you. see. <laughs> right. But I, I still think you get more excited when the races are few and far between. Because otherwise it could become, oh, it's another FRS, okay, whatever. But when it's... Maybe, but it might just be because it's the start of the season. Because there's yes. been like, what, yeah. three races in and then, and it's two, been about months. two months? Yeah. And been... that's been terrible. Oh, I see. They've been fairly well spread out. So and now, soon they're going to be like right. thick and fast. Four but and all, I, all I would say is when Barcelona turns out to be the ball fest that it usually is, you I don't care if it's ball fest, as long as, Stappen, as long as Verstappen gets closer to Hamilton. I'll be fine with that. Well, we'll have an update next week, won't we, on our league positions. They will be. Well, no, no they might be the same. They might be the same. Um, Probably. So there we go. We've all gone for the same few drivers. <laughs> I was uh, going to go risky and go for Leclerc, but I thought against him. I mean, when... when I, I don't I, see him on the podium. There's a slight danger that I'm going to repeat what I said in part one, because obviously part one was for us 24 hours ago, so I've got what I was saying. But I probably made the point in part one that here we have the same old, same old drivers in the top three. And yet we have MotoGP with, with you know, a 20 to 1 outsider. I, I probably did say that last time. Jack Miller's only ever won one race in his career, as he said. Joe, that was 2016 in, in uh, uh, Holland. So unpredictable. You can't predict it. And yet Formula 1, well, appears from our predictions to be unbelievably predictable, doesn't it? Or just very good pundits. 
You could be right. <laughs> right. It could be very unpredictable, yet we are brilliant pundits. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. Right, I'll tell you what, I think on that note, uh, I, I think we're done. So, um, yeah, please join us again next week uh, for some more motorsport-based chat. So until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ash. Goodbye from Joe. Goodbye from Max. This was an SJC Radio production written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe, Ed and Max. The editor was Mr Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as tune in like we've been on since we started. So head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well.